0: so we're going to um kind of explore vedana practice uh, a little bit more uh, this morning for, for those who wish uh and just a kind of reminder you know this um capacity to notice to become sensitive uh to recognizing this aspect of our experience um, can offer us a kind of handhold within experience that reduces reactivity. Um, And that can have, uh, as we get more skilled with it quite a dramatic effect, a significant effect. Um, But you may have already but noticed it. So that just that noticing ah there's this, you know, pleasant, unpleasant, neither, nor. Labelling categorization. Of experience, just that noticing of it already reduces um, the habitual reactivity, already relaxes that push pull on experience. um, And another way of saying that already changes the way we're relating to our experience. Just that noticing, just that acknowledgement. Um, And as we do that, you know, I spoke about that last night. So if this feels like I'm repeating myself, I am. um and so just as we do that as we change the way of relating as we reduce the reactivity the dukkha in the experience will also change so the degree of reactivity the degree of push pull on experience uh, and the intensity of dukkha all uh, mutually depend on each other and this is something that it's helpful for us to see again and again to meet again and again, to experience again and again. And we're both kind of seeing that relationship and also kind of resting into the impact. When there's a reduction of dukkha, it may be only slight. It might not go away completely. We want to notice that. Now we want to stay there and feel that impact as well. Really feeling that degree of freedom that opens up. Um, as much as we can. And so just remembering, you know, it's possible for us. This is part of why we have these images behind me. They're a reminder of what's possible for us. Yeah. It's possible for us to move from a problematic, contracted relationship to experience, to a more wise and spacious and responsive relationship with phenomena and with our experience, yeah, and in that, you know, including ourselves. And so today we're going to continue um, working with the Vedana, so that kind of uh, recognition of um, of the Vedana of experience that's there, like we were doing yesterday, that uh, it's like this now, yeah. It's like this now. Um, but we're also going to play with seeing, can we lessen the reactivity even more um, through uh, the way we're relating? So it's, it's just another, it's almost like it's a natural step for many of us, um, but we can also bring intentionality to it. Uh, just the sense of, ah, it's like this now. Uh, this is arising. There's maybe, you know, the unpleasantness of this or that, or the pleasantness of this or that. we recognize that and then we kind of ask ourselves this kind of question practice question of is it possible to let it be yeah and we bring in the intention to let it be so maybe if it's a unpleasant thing it's even just letting it in just relaxing the habitual resistance to some degree if it's pleasant, it may be more the flavor of allowing it to go in its time. <laughs> so letting it go in its time, knowing that it will go. So we can say the practice today is really about with all the Vedanas, letting them in, letting them be, letting them go. That's kind of the, the, the language um, that we can use. And an image that we often use for this is, you know, the open palm. Mm-hmm having an open palm of attention. And I see some of you are doing this. Sometimes I think, yeah, the body really helps us feel. So if you want, you can do that. What does it mean to have an open palm, even if it means taking it out of of the warmth cocoon of the blanket so you don't have to do it? You can also imagine. What is it like to have the open palm of attention and how we receive experience? Yeah. Let, letting things in, letting them be, relaxing that struggle, that clenched fist, yeah, and letting them go. So that's that's kind of a, in a nutshell um, the practice, and we want to develop that with all um, three types of vedana. So the things that we habitually find unpleasant, uh, that we habitually categorize as pleasant or that whole range of experience that's in between, where we end up actually not paying a lot of attention because it's not pleasant or unpleasant enough to grab our attention. So there's actually something really beautiful and skillful about learning to open to that range. Most of our experience is there. Most of the stimulus and the phenomena that arises is there, in between, between the... Polarities of pleasant and unpleasant. And so, what would it mean to also um, learn how to uh, bring interest to that? And, you know, we're doing that and we're interested also to see does this impact experience? How does that impact the Vedana? You know, how does that impact um, the degree of well being or ill being in and experience? And we're doing that with a Very broad, spacious, kind attention. Yeah, the kindness and attention really important all the time. This is a kind of we're doing this, um, you know, as an act of kindness to ourselves and the world. So, yeah. Can I say really important to see this is a way of relating to experience, sometimes we hear this, particularly in relationship to the unpleasant vedana. and there's a a kind of a a sense in us of like, are we actually like are we looking for suffering are we encouraging (laughs) suffering are we saying that it's okay that bad things are happening. Um, And kind of no. this is a way of relating that we're bringing so that we can understand our experience and so that we can understand the building blocks of it and actually brings the opposite of uh, suffering to ourselves and to the world we're releasing contraction and aversion that aren't needed extra habitual layers that are uh, that we bring so that sense of you know i really like this open hand because our habitual ways of relating are often this you know clenched fist yeah of the aversion and the holding on. Yeah, they're both there in that clenched fist. And you know what happens when we relax that? Yeah. What happens when we relax and open? So there's actually um you know a couple of ways that we can see or we can use the Vedana practice. Um in operation so one is and and that's going to be the primary uh guidance uh today and we'll have a guided practice just in a a few minutes um which is just to kind of see if we can maintain our attention at that level of experience of the vedana arising yeah with say the anchor that we're using the breath or the sound of the body the different vedana of the unfolding experience there So we can practice that. That's one thing we can do. We can, um, and when we do that, that avoids escalation. I was touching on that last night. Sorry. But Vedana also is very useful when escalation is already happening. So uh, Nathan kind of touched on it yesterday, the Vedana of the distraction. i touched on it last night there may be hindrances already at play yeah we may be dealing with something there may be something quite intense if we remember vedana that can be something that supports us to quieten that down so kind of a really useful um way of relating to our experience because we can always bring it in always bring it in so it may already be a hindrance attack and we can just say ah what's the Vedana of this experience right now yeah and that can give us that handhold that we need sometimes it really feels like a life vest (laughs) keeping us above the turbulency of our experience it's just ah this is pleasant or it's unpleasant so that capacity to ask what's the Vedana of this moment or this experience one way of stepping out of that um, building constructing of reactivity and dukkha and it supports a sense of freedom right in the moment so um in just another minute or two i'm going to invite you into a practice but just two important reminders before we do that, uh, one is that. Uh, there is no in the way we see practice and we offer practice there's no hierarchy yeah so it may be that I'm giving these suggestions now and I'm going to guide this practice now, but actually what is of benefit for you right now is to stay with one of the practices we did yesterday. Yeah? Maybe the practice that Mark guided in the afternoon or maybe what Nathan touched on yesterday morning yeah? or something else that you know. It may be that that feels like the most appropriate thing. Yeah? And if it does, then please feel really encouraged, supported, Um, to do that it's not a sense of sometimes we because you know there's day one day two day three in a retreat it's difficult to avoid that we feel like that's the progression and if we are not if i'm not progressing along with the instructions then i am not keeping up Yeah, it brings up all kinds of baggage that we may have about linear progression and practice doesn't work that way doesn't work that way that's not the paradigm paradigm is appropriateness so what's appropriate to my experience right now and everything we're saying and guiding is recorded you'll be able to go back to it if you want to at a later point um so also that sense of maybe i'm missing out i really want to emphasize that um the appropriateness and the kindness Um, of paying attention. So the kindness of that's kind of the big picture of what we're doing here at practice is an act of kindness, the appropriateness comes out of that. And also, as we practice, that's the macro the big picture, and the more specific as we're practicing remembering the kindness and attention. Now we want that kindness, we want that interest and curiosity, which more and more I feel is also a form of kindness when we're interested in someone or something it's actually an act of kindness so um really remembering that yeah because otherwise the practice can start to get to feel dry you know to feel um kind of very much around measuring ourselves Yeah, it's like ah can we just keep that sense of kindness and with all of that said you know A real encouragement to try out the practice now as I guide it, you know, even if it's just for this period, and then to say, okay, work for me, something there, I'm going to keep going with it today, Um, or it feels there's something else that's more appropriate, and I go with that. Yeah, both of those options are absolutely fine. And, you know, there may be a case for some of us here that it already feels like, oh, even just trying it is too much, if that's the case. Just do the practice that's appropriate. But if it's possible, try it out. See um, how it unfolds for you. Okay, so that's the intro, and uh, let's let's practice. We'll have at least half an hour to practice together. So if you need to um, stretch the body in any way before you settle into the practice, to the posture. Um, or change your posture, move to a chair or move to the ground or change which leg is in front if you're sitting in a cross legged any of those stretch anything. And then settling into the posture when you're ready. Remembering the kindness and the interest and attention as you do that. awareness already invited into the body as we check in with the body with the posture making any adjustments that may be helpful so the body feels as supported, stable, steady as possible. So as we're settling into the posture, we're interested to find a balance between the uprightness or the alignment. Some people may not have uprightness available, but alignment of the back, the spine. Having that balanced with a sense of ease. inviting the awareness into the body as we do this can use the sensations of contact between the body and that which supports the body as a place to ground and root the awareness You can play with the sense of softening and opening the awareness through the body as we do so, letting it rest into the contact sensations. opening to a sense of the body here the whole body feeling the immediacy the grounding of the sensations of contact feeling the spaciousness of softening and opening the awareness through the whole body So through the practice, as we've been doing, we'll see if we can stay grounded in this whole body awareness. Sense of spaciousness, of openness through the body. And within that space, we're going to open to a particular anchor of attention so for some of us it will be that body sensations contact for others it may be the breath so notice for yourself the flow and movement of the breathing through the space of awareness in the body And for others, it may be sound. Sound arising and being known in this space of awareness. Flowing, rippling through. So noticing for yourself what is the most appropriate and helpful anchor. Choosing one anchor for this period of practice. I'll just take a few minutes to settle the attention with the anchor that we've chosen. Keeping the awareness wide and opening to receive. The Anchor in Awareness. And we're gently going to continue receiving the anchor that we've chosen in attention. We're going to bring interest in particular to the Vedana. we can do that in different resolutions we can just feel if we're working with the breath survey to nerve the whole breath perhaps following on from the Practice yesterday afternoon what's the Vedana of the breath coming in and out of particular parts of the body. We could also look at the Vedanas of different parts of the breath. Beginning of the in-breath the middle, the end.
1: The gap between the in and the out breath.
0: Noticing there's still kindness and interest in attention and we're not getting too rigid or contracted in attention. Don't need to catch every little snippet. Can do the same thing with the sounds. Noticing the Vedana of the sounds arising. seeing if we can have this relational attitude of letting it all arise, letting it be, letting it go in its
1: time. If
0: there's an unpleasant Vedana, can we relax with it? Open the space. Perhaps a light touch of noting there, just letting it be. Or this too. if the vedana is pleasant again letting it be letting it go enjoying without grasping holding on easeful spacious And if the Vedana is neither nor, not particularly pleasant or unpleasant, can we still hold it with interest and kindness? What would support that? Letting it be here.
1: So let's explore this for a while. In silence.
0: Opening to the flow of Vedana with our particular anchor of a resolution is helpful. Allowing it all to be, to stay, to go in its time. Noticing if there's any impact on experience. noticing what's unfolding in your experience in this moment if attention is with the anchor checking in once more with the vedana if attention is distracted it's the vedana of the distraction And what's the Vedana of a distracted heart and mind? Wherever the Vedana is, noticing the momentum towards desire and holding on, towards aversion and pushing away, or towards boredom, spacing out, disengagement. can we allow the pleasant that's arising can we allow it to be to flow and in its time to pass on can we remember this too if the vedana is unpleasant can it be allowed to be can we let it in Can we let it be? Can we remember this too? If the Vedana is neither pleasant or unpleasant, can we be with it? This too deserving of attention. Letting it in. Letting it be. Interested to see the impact of this way of practicing on the vedana and on experience Once more, noticing what's unfolding in experience. And now bringing a curiosity and interest to noticing a particular type of Vedana. So if you're working with the breath or the body, looking for an unpleasant Vedana somewhere in the realm of breathing or sensations, working with sounds. So any Vedana, any object, phenomena arising that has an unpleasant Vedana. And what happens if I rest attention with that? This too. Relaxing, softening awareness, opening the space to meet this. Letting it in.
1: Letting it be. In its time, letting it go.
0: With that particular phenomena changes or the Vedana changes, noticing that resting with any degree of well being that arises. Opening to see if there's any other phenomena in experience right now in that same sense door. So the body, that's what we're using, or the hearing if that's what we're using. Meeting the unpleasant Veda now with kindness, spaciousness, letting it be. And following that with the same sense door opening to see if there's any pleasant fade in us around might be very mildly pleasant. Can we notice the softness of the breath or the fluidity of the soundscape? Happens when we rest, relax, soften and open with that pleasantness. Not demanding anything of it.
1: Letting it be. Letting it go.
0: When it passes, perhaps something else arises. Tuning to that pleasant Vedana in the same way. Noticing how it impacts experience. When we allow all Vedanas in this way, we relax the struggle in the clenched fist this too. And similarly, they're neither nor Vedana, the in-between, maybe in the space between the sounds or somewhere in the body that feels quite neutral, like the elbows, the earlobes. Can we rest attention with that neither nor Vedana? light, kind interest,
1: letting it be, not demanding, not demanding anything.
0: And whatever the Vedana of the bell, when it rings in a moment, can we let it in? Can we let it be? Can we let it go? So, just noticing, taking a moment to reflect for yourself how that was for you. And so, I want to just do a little recap for the rest of the day. Um, Remembering no hierarchy, so maybe you did it now it feels at other times in the day that you'd rather do a different practice that's fine um, but if you are interested to continue with this um, so it can be really helpful you know, we're continuing to base the practice either with the body the breath or sounds yeah so we have a clear anchor for each meditation session we're continuing to attune to well-being Either directly or in that kind of seeing that relief of the push pull, that relief of the reactivity um, comes with well-being. And we want to learn to recognize it, to be sensitive to it and to kind of be able to lean into it. We're really um, prioritizing that exploration, you know, what supports me to let things in, to let things be? Yes, i was touching on that a little bit in the guidance you know, the spaciousness the sense of relaxing with these are some some things we can use but you may also find your own ways or your own flavors with that and it can be really really fruitful to to just kind of have this intention to practice with all three vedanas so maybe one thing you may have noticed already is that um it may be that you notice
1: yeah.
0: one Vedana more than the others. Many of us, it will be the unpleasant ones, but it's not necessary. necessary. Now you may notice ah, that that is more obvious to me and maybe easier to work with. Yeah. Or, you know, it, I notice more of the unpleasant, but it's the neutral that's easier to work with. When I want to start to learn that, to see that. Um, But even more importantly, we want to make sure through the day that we kind of touch on all three so that we kind of become sensitive to all three. And we start to learn, start to develop the skill of how to work um, with all three Vedanas, with that sense of that open palm of attention. Um, And just to say, we did we did this practice in kind of three slightly different ways in the guidance i don't know if you picked up on that because they're very slightly different yeah so one was just noticing the vedana of the primary anchor so if i'm working with the breath i'm just tuning to the breath noticing the different vedanas yeah the breath in the whole body or the in breath the out breath you can play with the resolution there same with hearing Yeah, same with the body um then we can also bring the practice of vedana to distractions yeah or to hindrances yeah I remember just then asking that question what's the vedana of this yeah that's our get out of jail card yeah, what's the vedana of this sometimes we need to keep asking it so we've got a, this is like don't tell my nephew we've got an infinite supply of get out of jail cards in meditation practice yeah there's so many of them yeah. So we can just keep asking that question, even if the builds up again, and then we ask the question, builds up, then we ask the question, what's the Vedana? And we can also bring, which is what we're doing at the end, um, we can bring the lens of, of looking at the Vedana to a particular sense door. So probably helpful, unless you're familiar with this practice already, if you're meeting it for the first time, to use the same sense door, that's your primary anchor. So if you're using breath or body, use the the touch, contact, body sensations, sense door, and just explore, ah, is there an unpleasant Vedana through that? Is there a pleasant one? Is there a neutral one? Um, Or just tracking the different Vedanas as they arise with, as things come into your attention. Um, If you're using sound, then, then the sound, yeah, so... Does that make sense to particular and these are the two sense doors, both that we're working with in our practice, but generally, they're the most useful uh, ones for us to develop a skill with either sound or contact because we get a lot of stimulation there, but they're not as dominant as the sight. Um, And they're definitely not as um, sticky as the as the mind and heart are so we we cultivate the skill where things are both obvious to us and um you know relatively uh, less sticky, so saying that it may be that you know you do choose to to one of those and, and you stick with that sense door and if you feel like you're getting some agency with it already the practice is flowing then you can work with both yeah with the, the contact and the uh, and the sound and again a different um Different degrees of experience with this practice here in the hall. So, also depending on on how familiar you are or how accessible the practice is. And with all of them, really remembering if it's pleasant, yeah, can I allow it in? Yeah, not go. Oh, don't get touched, Push it away. Allow it in. Yeah, relax with it. Yeah, and then have that sense of yeah, stay. I'm going to enjoy you, and I'm going to let you go. Yeah? unpleasant, allow it, letting it in, letting it be, letting it go, it's ready to go. Um, The neutral that kind of letting in that brings interest to the experience. Yeah. It's a beautiful, really valuable skill to develop. Um, And with all of these, we want to notice the impact. How does looking this way? How does that impact the experience? how does that impact the vedana because sometimes the vedana changes yeah really interesting yeah bring interest to something and the vedana can change huh? and so i'm just saying that but forget that bit just be interested to see the impact uh, of the practice um, and we can very much bring this into walking yeah? really bring this into walking or movement um you know for some of us walking may not be appropriate for our body right now um, energy levels injuries um, all kinds of things that may be at play uh, we can do the practice in movement so you may be sitting um, or standing somewhere or lying down somewhere and just doing you know movement with your uh, one part of your body and then that's the same as the walking practice as far as kind of the kind of practice we're doing and the benefits we can get from it. So I want to name that um, really important to to know and to kind of learn how to work with that as well. Um, And we can yeah, bring that same lens of the Vedana to the movement or walking practice of just noticing what's the Vedana of this. So it may be the anchor if the anchor is the footsteps on the ground or the movement of the hand or the movement of the whole body. What's the Vedana and play with those resolutions? Yeah, see, ah, you know, the beginning of a step,
1: yeah,
0: and the end of a step, yeah, and the gap if there is, you know, just kind of play with that different resolutions or the sense of the whole body moving, yeah? the sense of the, the kind of the hand moving, the beginning of a movement, middle, the end, you know, what's the Vedana in that? Um, and when you feel quite settled, you can also open in the walking to the whole. Um, that sense door that you're working with, yeah, or the sense door of sound when we're outside. Just noticing the Vedana's of the sounds as they pass through. And always noticing or being interested in the background, how is this impacting? How is this impacting my experience?
1: Anything I forgot?
0: All of it. Okay, so yeah, another super cold day in Devon but beautiful uh, with lots of sunshine so we have like yesterday opportunity to choose whether you're here or at home Um, already go out for uh, movement or walking practice or to stay here for some questions um, and responses. Uh, for half an hour so notice what works for you and thank you for your practice
1: thank you for listening to learn how you can support the teachers and dharma seed please visit dharmaseed.org donate